Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older woman to live in the ways that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. Titus chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. This is episode 280, Priority Response Teams, and I am your host, Alpha Mike. Today, we will talk more on the subject of law enforcement, the behind-the-scenes operations. If your jurisdiction doesn't have something similar to what I'm talking about, You should investigate why. Don't just be filled with having a routine patrol unit. Now, let's get a couple of things straight. If you live in a very small town jurisdiction, you might only have a patrol unit. But the county that's a bigger operation may have everything that I'm talking about. They would also have jurisdiction over your little town. So it could be a state police agency that could also service your area and have these resources. But it's important to know what you have and what you don't have and be vocal. Today, we talk on the subject of priority response, and it should not be confused as a SWAT team. Their primary responsibility is to respond quickly and put out the threat. But we'll talk more about that soon enough as we take care of some program notes here. How do, you con- how do you get in contact with this uh, podcast? Well, our website is RaiderCop.com. There you can hear our audio portions from episode number one to number 280. It's a lot of podcasting you can hear. And it's all free. There is only one website, and that's RaiderCop.com, to get information on what we're doing. We're going to continue ending season five all the way up to December 28th. We've uh, talked about what those shows are, mostly police oriented behind the scenes operations. We have uh, one wise guy episode, and that's going to be about the mysterious Sandino from the Genovese crime family. And um, we also have an OCB, Organized Crime Bureau. And we're going to talk about, is that still in existence? If it, if it is, who are they investigating? So we get that and a lot more by the end of the season five. And our last show of the year would be myself and my new co-host, Eminem, as we get and we talk about season six. Okay, 
It's time to get the short bus, pull it up, and we are going to discuss priority response teams on episode 280. Ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. The primary purpose is to respond to an active shooter, terror threat, or critical situation, stopping the incident rapidly. That is the purpose of a priority response team. You're listening to episode 280 on Raider Cop Podcast, and we are talking about the priority response teams. Now, your jurisdiction might have something a little different in name, but pretty similar to what I'm going to discuss today. Now, as I just read, the primary purpose respond to an active shooter and today we have active shooters in malls, schools, uh, shopping centers, uh, down the street, around the corner. It can pop up anywhere. This force would respond to that, close off the area and engage the shooter to either get them to surrender or neutralize the threat. A terror threat as well. Persons threatening to blow something up or trying to kill as many people as they can with a truck or something. That would also activate the priority response team to stop that threat as soon as possible. Or critical situation. Now, a lot of people would would always ask when I was an instructor, what is the definition of critical? The definition of critical is what that agency and the person in charge at the time, the highest level individual, considers critical. Most times, the foundation of the word critical would mean an abundance of resource. Anything that sucks the life out of your resources becomes a critical situation. The job of the priority response team is to stop this immediately. SWAT teams used to have to set up stage from an area. A lot of intelligence logistics will also play with the SWAT team. Now, by no means am I saying that they cannot be the priority response team, but this is an active team that is probably on patrol in a given area, and they will stop and drop everything they're doing to respond to this threat. 
the distance that they're probably going to travel is somewhat short so that the team can get there as quick as possible, set up, and engage. They have to be highly trained on that engagement. They have to know uh, some special tactics and, most importantly, firearms and other tactics and drills that they would need at a moment's notice. So they are that buffer between bad guy and the community. They are the ones running towards the incident, not away. Now, of course, if the situation warrants it, that the active shooter now has barricaded themselves in a specific spot, then that SWAT team, that special response team, that ESU team, would uh, set up and probably take control of the scene from that point on. So, your jurisdiction, what should it have? Something similar to a group of officers, highly trained, that can respond to, let's say, a school shooting, and they're going in. They're highly trained to go in, They have the equipment, the resources, and they're going to move as rapidly as possible to neutralize the subject or stop the situation. Today's policing, this is a critical step that needs to be done. Now, some leaderships in law enforcement will tell you, well, all our Patrol officers have that ability because they carry a rifle, they have body armor in their vehicles. And that may be true. But we also need some tactical sense. Now, I'm like you. I dab in social media every once in a while and I get to see a shocking video where a police officer usually has trouble handcuffing some guy and I'm not going to get into specificalities and gender calling and all that other stuff but it is a frustrating process now those are regular patrol folks but they're having a difficulty on let's say this specific uh, incident now these priority response guys they've got to know their stuff right they got to know how to grapple you know a little jujitsu they got to know how to to put an end to a situation tactically quickly set up perimeters lock off areas they have to have skills more so than the operations guy the simple patrol guy we'll call them now I'm not taking anything away from patrol guys they do a lot on an everyday basis but this is a little bit more because of the magnitude of the threat that you might face so you gotta be at the ready now the team and we discussed that a critical incident response team the critical is going to determine by that 
highest rank official that's on the scene or in control of the scene how much resources they may need for a specific incident. Now, the priority response teams were mostly created after the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in Fort Lauderdale. And it taught a lot of police departments that not all are created equal. In this situation in Stoneman Douglas High School, the Broward County Sheriff's Office, the deputies that were there were delaying in the entry. We recently saw that in that Texas shooting as well. The long delays to go in. These priority response teams will will go in and as fast as possible because that's their mission statement to go in <coughs> neutralize and finish this as soon as possible and if your jurisdiction doesn't have it it's it's time it's time to start barking yelling screaming and getting in people's face in a good way in a nice way because we need this in your jurisdiction. They are an intermediary in that response because heavier equipment may be on the way, <clears throat> such as a SWAT team, a, barric a barricaded subject, for example, might need that heavy equipment to get them out of that barricaded situation. So that's on the way. This priority response team would have to make sure that all citizens are safe around that area. And at the ready, if this guy moves, they move. They might not have the heavy equipment on them on that specific moment, but it's coming. And he or she, whoever that terrorist is, is not going anywhere. Because the priority response team is there. A fast response is what's called these officers would be actively on duty being pulled from their responsibilities to respond to this in a moment's notice the team is highly trained in tactics firearms and including hand-to-hand -hand combat because nothing is more frustrating than after the officers bring the subject down they spend the next 22 minutes trying to handcuff one other arm. They just can't get that one arm. That's not a good look. And the priority response teams should not have that problem. The team studies specific assignments in their district. The area that they patrol on a normal basis when that alarm sounds they're called to duty they take off and they know it's going to be a bad situation but they do their homework prior so that high school that's in that district they've walked through it they've looked at it they've seen it they have a good idea of the layout the elementary school the church the supermarket the mall that's what makes them more unique than the regular patrol guy. They've got to know the layout of the area that they're going to cover 
with this rapid force. It's a must. It's a must that the studying, the resources, and the training is put in on an everyday because when the alarm sounds, it's real. So that's going to be an important element also as they map out those areas and study uh, each and every section. Now, the difference, as I said before, between a SWAT team or ESU or special response team, these teams that are secondary, they're on the way, right? The special response, the SWAT team or the ESU, highly equipped and highly trained, they will take it to the different level once that subject is cut off, let's say. Now, if the team, the priority response team, can put an end to it before they get there, well, we're always going to take that. But if it gets a little hairy, you got you got help on the way. So this comes to a peaceful or solution, or as many citizens as possible do not get hurt. And part of the big picture. It's under the umbrella in the federal system under Homeland Security. And anything that causes terror should cover under the federal statutes the Homeland Security response. Now, are they going to be on the scene? No, they're not. But they provide a lot of resources for agencies, local agencies, to get some funding to create a program like this. It's important, I ask you, and I beg you, to ensure that your jurisdiction has something similar to this. Defunding the police department with our wacky left is something that is done subtly, quietly. Not a whole lot of song and dance you see they can just quietly have all this paperwork on the priority response team on their desk but it hasn't been involved yet it hasn't been established yet but instead of using the word defund they use just forget they throw it off the desk it's no longer viable There's where Joe and Mary Citizen come in. If other jurisdictions have this that are similar to yours in size and you don't, you should be banging, screaming, and yelling to get it. Because you deserve it. Your children deserve it. Your family deserves it. Don't get sold short on anything. Law enforcement is more than just a daily routine in responding to calls. There are so many things that are happening behind the scenes. This team is probably for a bigger jurisdiction than your typical small little town. No doubt. But maybe that county can provide that for that town in that rapid deployment force. And it's to safeguard as many people as humanly possible. 
the Stoneman Stone, Stone Douglas High School shooting showed us how important it is to be trained, well-equipped, and at a moment's notice respond swiftly. As we all thought that was the hopefully the last horror show we were going to see in a school, we ended up seeing a worse tragedy in Texas where those officers, for whatever reason, stood there what seemed like hours as children were being killed because they were fumbling around for radios and keys. That wasn't proper training. That wasn't policing. That was cowardness, in my opinion. But the priority response team should be in your backyard. Ensure that they do. If your agency doesn't have a proper website that you can actually, you know, look at all the responsibilities they have and is there a team like this, pick up that phone, ask for the public information officer, tell them, look, I'm sorry I got to bother you, but your chief is so cheap, he doesn't have this stuff on his website or her website, so therefore I've got to bug you today, okay, and ask you for these this information if you can bring it back to me because I want to be an advocate for you and your community that you serve in getting this stuff for me and my family. As Americans, that's our responsibility. It's easier said than done. I understand that. But the quieter we, we become, the more victims that will be lying on floors. It's time to speak up. As always, continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your friends, your agencies that serve you, and continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.